This is Dr. Alan Barnard. Welcome to my podcast series. Impossible unless... Hi, my name is Dr. Alan Barnard. Welcome to episode one of my podcast series. In this podcast series, I'll be sharing insights gained over the past two decades or so through the research and field experience of my lab, Goldert Research Labs. Our vision is to help individuals and organizations make better, faster decisions when it really matters. That means we have to understand why people make and often repeat bad decisions. Well, some bad decisions are simply unavoidable. And many of those that are avoidable are not consequential. We focus on understanding the causes behind those avoidable and consequential decision mistakes or delays. We partner with leading organizations and academic institutions around the globe to develop and test decision support methods and apps to reduce such avoidable and consequential decision mistakes and delays. Our research shows there are four types of mistakes we can make that are avoidable and consequential. Number one, we do the wrong things, things that don't help us achieve our goals and waste our scarcest resources like our limited attention or budget. Number two, we don't do the right things and we end up trapped in this vicious cycle of coming up with explanations of why we didn't and then developing recovery plans and then as a result not having the capacity to actually do what could have helped. Number three, we do the right things wrong. We multitask, we spread our resources too thin, causing everything to take longer and just getting less done. And number four, my personal favorite, we repeat mistakes number one and three. We don't seem to learn from experience always. But why do we make these four decision mistakes? Well, one hypothesis is called VUCA. It's an acronym that stands for increased volatility, uncertainty, complexity, constraints, and the ambiguity we face when making tough decisions. Another hypothesis is that even though VUCA does make it more challenging and make some mistakes unavoidable, the real cause of most avoidable and consequential decision mistakes or delays are simply our bad or limiting assumptions and beliefs. And by bad, I don't mean right or wrong. I simply mean helpful or harmful. One of the least helpful or even harmful of these assumptions or beliefs is it's impossible. Why? Henry Ford's beautiful quote provides insights to this question. He famously said, whether you believe you can do something or can't, you are right. If you believe you can, it's really helpful if it makes you try something. And maybe you realize that what you thought was simply impossible is in fact possible just because you tried. You might be wondering why the title of my podcast series is Impossible Unless? Of course, there's a story behind it. Impossible Unless is the name of a simple but incredibly powerful process I developed out of necessity. They say necessity is a mother of invention. Well, certainly in this case, it was absolutely true. In May 2007, I was asked to do a presentation to a large group of mine managers at one of the largest coal mines in Africa. They had a major challenge. Their target was 12 million tons per year. After four months into the year, they had produced only slightly over 3 million tons. They were way behind and facing serious risks of paying penalties for non-delivery to contract customers and even worse, facing the risk of another round of layoffs. What to do? Well, the mine manager thought that the problem was that they just didn't have enough capacity, that they had a 
production bottleneck or constraint. And since I was an expert in applying theory of constraints to organizations with similar challenges, I was involved to teach them about TOC. But their situation was different. They believed that they already were using TOC to de-bottleneck their whole mining operation and that they were doing the best that they can. I realized the slides I was planning to use would not work, so I had to improvise. First, I had to find a way to show them that in fact they had the management attention and budget, the two scarcest resources in any organization, if they simply stopped wasting it with mistake one, doing things that were not helping them achieve their goal of getting more tons. We had to find a way of what can they stop doing or at least freeze to give them that capacity and budget to start the things that could really help. So I got them to list all the initiatives they were working on. I stopped them at about 100. It was shocking to find out that only five out of the 100 actually helped them to do more tons. Once I realized this, they immediately took action. They took a decision to stop or at least freeze all those that weren't helping. But how do you overcome a belief that you are already doing the best you can? I drew a graph on a whiteboard. Imagine horizontal axis, the 12 months, vertical axis, the tons. And I drew a straight line from zero to 12 million tons. And I said to them, to catch up, since you're only sitting at three million, you should have been at four million. We could do some simple calculations to calculate exactly how much each step all the way from development, drilling, blasting, hauling, and processing had to achieve to get them back to 12 million by the end of the year. And then I asked the team responsible for the first process, development, the guys that had to make enough ore available to ensure the drag lines were never staffed, how will they achieve the around 1.3 million tons per month they needed to catch up? The frustrated and almost angry response, it's impossible. If it was possible, we would be bloody doing it. And then I asked, it's impossible unless, and I just let it hang there. Well, I'm a pretty big guy, six foot five, 220 pounds. It was pretty intimidating to be stared down by the 60 miners. After what felt like a very, very long, uncomfortable silence, the miner of the development team replied angrily, okay, I'll play your bloody game, he shouted at me, and then proceeded to tell me what he would have done if it was up to him, if it was his mine but that the management would never agree. Why? Because it would just cost too much. Well, I reminded him that at $20 per ton margin and an extra 300 tons a month was $6 million. He realized that his plan would cost way less than $6 million and it was approved immediately on the spot. With this simple question, impossible unless, he exposed all the conditions that if it could be put in place would make the impossible possible. It was a very elegant solution to quickly expose and challenge the many self-limiting assumptions we walk around with. It's impossible. It will cost too much. They will never agree. We just don't have the time. Once these specific limiting conditions or constraints are known, everybody can contribute to find simple, low-cost ways to make it possible. I simply repeated the same process, the same questions for each of the remaining processes. The outcome was pretty incredible. Within less than a day, we created a plan, a robust plan, not just to recover and sustain the throughput requirements to achieve 12 million tons a year, but actually to exceed it. The clients was happy, the shareholders were happy, the management team and employees for the first time received bonuses. So what was the process I discovered you can follow when faced with a similar challenge in your environment? to achieve a step change in performance, whether in your organization or in your personal life.
Step one, create a target that is so ambitious it triggers you or others to say, it's impossible. And then ask yourself or them, it's impossible unless? When we ask ourselves or somebody else that simple question, impossible unless, and we slow down our thinking to reflect on it, we are allowing our minds to come up with all the reasons why we believe we can't do it, the self-limiting assumptions or beliefs. And once exposed, we and others can challenge them by asking, is it really true? And even if it is, how can we overcome it or how can others overcome it? That is the story behind the name of my podcast series, Impossible Unless. In the rest of the podcast series, I'm going to be starting every single episode with the following. It's impossible to achieve some ambitious target unless... And then based on my almost three decades of experience and field testing, I'll share some practical conditions that if you can recreate it, can make the impossible possible. See you on episode two. You've been listening to my podcast series, Impossible Unless. For more insights, you're welcome to visit my website, drallenbarnard.com. Thank you for listening.